Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. That's right. We're back for another exciting episode. This week, it's a Thanksgiving episode. Super excited about it. But my name is Jeff Franklin, the National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA, and I'm joined today by three other lovely folks. But of course, before we get to them, we got to tell you about our fine sponsors today, the PPAI Expo. The PPAI Expo is where the industry goes to build connections and discover insights for a successful year in promo. It is packed with events and experiences designed specifically to help you get the most out of the show. Backed by popular demand, the PPAI conference takes place Monday, January 9th. What better way to kick off the week than by learning from some of the most compelling professional speakers as well as numerous industry experts. You'll be provided with the education and tools you need to keep up with the latest trends and grow your business. You won't want to miss out on this opportunity to connect and learn with promo peers. Register now and experience all the PPAI Expo has to offer. Register before November 30th, 2022 for hotel discounts, plus receive discounted registration through December 4th. Free for PPAI members, $99 for qualified non-members. Elevate your business at the PPAI Expo. Super excited about promotional products and the expo coming up in January. And actually stay tuned because next week we're actually going to have Dale Denham on. We're going to talk about uh, expo and a few other things just industry related. So very excited about that. But why don't we say hey to Stephen McFadden today, man? How are you doing? Oh, you know, doing great. Getting ready to move. Also yeah. have Thanksgiving coming up and all the fun how stuff. Do you, so. How do you move the same week you do Thanksgiving? I'm assuming you're going to somebody else's house for turkey dinner. Yes. Um, I am yeah. cooking the turkey though. Uh, so okay. yeah, so I will be cooking it and transporting it, um, not via the moving vehicle, but <laughs> just my own personal transportation of, of turkey delivery. So, well, I mean, if yeah. you took it in the, in the delivery vehicle or in the, the U-Haul or whatever, you could actually set up a turkey fryer in the back and just cook it True. while you're on, on your way to the, the destination. You know, that's, I haven't thought about this, but you know how every moving party has like pizza yeah, you know, like gonna have I could have Thanksgiving dinner as my as my uh, like Dude, I, just, stuff. I would get so many volunteers. It you, would be, you just need to have turkey legs for everybody. It'll be like the medieval <laughs> times. It would be like the state fair. Yeah, there you go. Make my favorite holiday. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good deal. What's your What's your favorite part about Thanksgiving, Meg? I think just eating. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like the one time a year you actually get to eat, right? I just love food. I just love it. And I just eat it all. So, yeah. 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 But I'm good. But I, um, Meg, I we, we, have a, we have an argument. It's a, our annual debate, okay? Because uh, I know okay. you're a canned cranberry sauce person, which is disgusting. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you got to be all about that homemade, like, legit, real cranberry sauce. Okay. Come on, Stephen. Get get in on this. Uh, one. I don't really like cranberry sauce, so I'll just be on the outside looking in. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like that gelatinous blob that comes out of the can that still has the rings around the outside of it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's <laughs> All right. Well, listen, we've got a very special guest with us today, Cheryl Hokinson with Brand Boosters, and uh, super excited to have you on. I've actually been. Uh, 
kind of figuring out how, like when we're going to get you on. Cause I've, I'm excited <laughs> about having you here. Uh, I know we serve on the CPPA board together and you're the incoming chair this year, which is awesome. Uh, but you really help CPPA uh, launch uh, what we what we call it uh, CPPA cares. Right. So um, before we get into the topic today of Thanksgiving and all of that good stuff, CPPA cares and just giving back, uh, it is customary for us to give our special guests a good three to four minutes to introduce themselves. So. Cheryl, for those of you, uh, those of us that are listening uh, that don't know who you are, why don't you give us a, a brief introduction of yourself and maybe how you got started in the promotional products industry? Sure. Thanks, Jeff. So yeah. I have been in the promotional products industry for, I was just thinking about this today, 19 years, which is the same amount of time I was a flight attendant before I got into this industry. So I know wow. we all come from different backgrounds to get here, but um kind of the same thing, right? I take care of people and make them smile and, you know, that little wow factor. So it is kind of funny that I feel like most of us are like that. You know, we, we want to see people smile. That's what makes us tick in this industry. So, um, yeah, I started out, uh, working for somebody. Um, I, I worked, Oh, let, let me back up. So how I got out of being a flight attendant was I went to work for University of Phoenix. So I, I went to companies that had education benefits and I sold them on going back to school. So I did that for a very short amount of time. Didn't It really was not my thing, but I met somebody in the industry while I was net, networking, went to work for him and I absolutely loved it. Um, and then my husband and I started our own business where we thought, well, we're going to just, you know, screen print and do all this, all the things ourselves, right? So we quickly found out that uh, that's a lot. I, I mean, we were working 24-7. I was doing spirit wear for schools, which I still do a fair amount of, but I'm not physically doing it. So the things you learn along the way. So um, I have worked for some other companies. And about five years ago, I um, branched out and joined forces with I Promote You. So I'm an independent affiliate with them. Um, I love what I do. And along the way, I met Jeff Franklin, oh. who pulled me into CPPA. So um, I'd always gone to the trade shows. I really mm -hmm. didn't know what the board did. I, I was totally green. So I will say uh, my first meeting with CPPA was a strategic planning meeting that was like three hours long. And you know, deer in the headlights, like, what have I got myself into? And how do I fit in here? And what am I going to do? Um, and we actually have one of our members um, had mentioned helping out um, doing some philanthropy. Uh, so as a board, we decided, hey, let's, uh, let's throw that out to our membership um, and see who they want to support. So we actually gave them like four choices, had everybody vote on it. Um, so we, this is what you're, year four, I think, that we've been doing this. I've been on the board yep. for four years. Um, we've helped um, a, home, uh, a shelter for people experiencing homelessness, um, a veterans group. We um, Let's fight us for freedom, which is um, service dogs. Uh, and this past year was Burgers and Bands, which um, educates people on uh, suicide prevention. So they do programs in schools. And it's been so nice to be able to help these organizations. We actually give them a table like at our trade shows. Um, we've helped them with their events. We give them ideas. 
We've even been able to donate products to help their mission. So it's just a really good, feel good uh, thing to do. So I know we're talking about Thanksgiving. So talk about being grateful. Um, each one of these organizations has been super grateful to us and we are just as grateful to be able to help them. Yeah. I mean, just CPPA cares. I know that's, you know, you've got promo cares and the things that they do as well. Uh, and I think a lot of people don't necessarily think that they can do philanthropy or a whole give back component. Cause they think there's just so much involved. Like there's a lot of money involved. There's a lot of time involved. There's, you know, all this extra stuff. And it really doesn't have to be all of that. Uh, as a matter of fact, the first year that CPPA did <clears throat> CPPA cares, um, you know, we were actually able to get suppliers to donate product, uh, because that was what, you know, you had mentioned the homeless shelters. Uh, that's what they needed. They needed products. They needed shirts and blankets and things like that. And, you know, we were able to get suppliers to donate product. And then we, yeah, Cheryl, I believe it was you or, or Becky that had a, a decorator that was able to actually decorate them for free for us as well. So, I mean, it was literally no cost to the association. It was just a little bit of time that we put into it. Um, and then it's kind of, it's, it's graduated and grown from there, but, uh, it's been an awesome journey with, uh, with CPPA Caris. And I give you huge kudos for putting that together and really chairing that whole committee the, basically the entire time. I don't know what, uh, CPPA Caris is going to do without you this year as you're the president <laughs> of the association. So I'll be pitching <clears throat> in, yeah. but yeah, like you yeah. said, with the home, um, the shelter, um, they had a daycare there and they needed t-shirts. So the kids, when they go on little field trips, that they would have T-shirts and the teachers would have uh, T-shirts. So that was very rewarding that, um, you know, we did have a supplier donate the shirts. I had my local decorator donate the printing. Um, my husband did the graphic design. Like, it's so nice to see everyone. It takes a village, right? Not one person can do it. There's so many people and there's so many people in this industry that are like, sure. I mean, I, I can't. I don't think anyone's ever told us, nah, I can't help you. So it's just so nice to see how willing people are to, to help. Yeah. It's been what's awesome. The process, oh, sorry guys. Uh, I'm just curious. What's the process look like in order to select like who you guys are going to, to help each year? I know that there's, um, you know, one of the things we, we struggle as a company is if you look at the amount of our business that goes to some sort of a cause, there's a lot of that business. So it's like, how do you decide which one of these do we want to do as a, as a donation or, or a, you know, a philanthropy <laughs> type of an initiative. Um, so how does, how do you guys as an organization uh, go through that process? Well, we kind of rely on the board to come up with a couple of organizations so we can discuss it and narrow it down to four, but we really, stay away from like the national, you know, we feel like they have enough support. We want someone local in our local area, obviously, since that's our connection. Sure. Um, and then, so sorry, it's not like a super technical process. No, it's okay. The yeah. board comes up with a couple ideas. Um, like we had a couple that we determined like we're not actually nonprofits. So we had to like throw those out. Um, yeah. I really want to help an organization that could really use our help. You know, some of them already have slick marketing campaigns and obviously have the money to do that. Those are not the ones we are trying to help out. I think they have enough help. I'm sure they would argue that they'll take all the help they can get. Sure, but, yeah. but, you know, we just want to yeah. help the smaller organizations that can use our help. 
Yeah, and then once once the board actually comes together with a couple different ideas, we essentially put that out to vote to membership, or at least that's how we've done it in the past. I think we've oh, discussed okay. potentially changing that because uh, you know right. we wanted originally we wanted the membership to to really have you know, some skin in the game, you know, we wanted them to invest yeah. in their decision and then, you know, Hey, this is who we decided to to run with this year. So we're going to, you know, potentially put in a little bit more effort as well. I mean, we've done different drives and things like that, you know, during the trade shows where we've, you know, collected canned goods and things like that. Also, um, you know, we've done all this different kind of things uh, and essentially uh, it, it's come down to, you know, finding a couple and then narrowing it down and putting it out to membership for them to vote on. And then we choose one each year. I like that um, membership voting component of it, though, too. That's, yeah. that's yeah. a really neat way to get everybody involved. Yeah. Well, you would think so. <laughs> <laughs> to get those that choose to get involved, get involved. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, look, it would always be better if you got everybody, you know, that's part of your membership to vote. That would be of great. Uh, it doesn't always happen for sure. Um, but, yeah, that would be that would be tremendous. Um, so Meg, I know SNS is doing a lot of give back component stuff as well. Uh, so why don't we, why don't we talk about that? What, what are you guys doing? Oh well, yeah. I mean, before I got into that, I actually wanted to talk to Cheryl. She said something crap. Now I forgot what it was. Um, <laughs> oh, how she got everybody involved. And I, I really like that component of, of any part of philanthropy. So for promo cares for our last fundraiser, we highlighted compassion over competition. Um, it was a, it was a, um, Ukraine for good. You know, we have a whole four weeks and $50,000 in under two weeks. Um, and we use that by leveraging our relationships. We asked SNS to donate the t-shirts. We asked Alpha Broder to donate the fulfillment. We asked, I don't know what's going on here. I'm staring my hair in my face. I don't know what it's about. Um, and we had managed, um, do the decoration. So we basically had three major competitors come together for one and, and, and do that give back. So I love that. People don't want to say no when they when they want to get involved and they want to align themselves with something that's, that's doing good. Um, so yeah, SNS, they have um, a grant program. It's a make an imprint grant program. Um, we've got a couple different things. One of them is, is the actual grant program itself. And we award five recipient organizations every single month. Um, and they get a value of about $2,000 in apparel of their choice. Um, all they have to do is, is fill out this, um, this uh, like application. I know Steven recently did it. Um, so you can tell us how that process was. Um, but basically, yeah, we just give free apparel um, out to people that are working on something, um, I guess, for a charity. And then the other one we have is the textile recycling uh, program, which is really neat. It, um, it's called the Give Back Box which operates as the logistical muscle behind many large retailer donation programs. Um, but basically we just, we have, we make it easy for you guys to donate, not you guys in general, but our audience to donate uh, old clothing and household items. And we basically make it really easy and give you guys um, a label. We have you pack it up and we send your label and ship it out. And then we align that with different charities. So we find who needs it, you know, fun community-based programs, job training, employment placement, just a bunch of stuff. So it's really good all over. And I think it really goes unnoticed a lot because SNS isn't like, hey, look what we're doing. Um, we have it on our website, but it's not anything that we've really made a big deal, but I really feel like it's important. Um, yeah, Stephen, you just recently um, went to that because you're working on something. And by the way, those of you who don't know, Stephen does a lot of give back um, for his community. And I'm really proud of him. I'm, to call him a friend so he's like 
in charge of doing it actually i'm just like i didn't know this is where the the podcast is going but i appreciate that so uh yeah no i i actually didn't know you guys had the program so when i had reached out to you and you sent me a message back i'm like yeah this is all the stuff we have i had no idea so i i respect that in a lot of ways because it's not like something you're like yeah, work with us because we give, we'll give back to, you know, it's, it's more of a, it's not a, a forced, um, you know, initiative, but I do think you guys need to tell more people about it because it's awesome, you know, so mm-hmm. I'm glad that we get a platform to, to share that with folks. But uh, yeah, it's, it was, um, it was healthy for me to be able to go through that process because it asks all the questions that I need to know how to answer anyways. Um which I think people, when you when you choose to give back or when your organization or company chooses to give back, you need to know why you're doing it for those people, like have that criteria set up and know the impact of the product. And so the questions that SNS asks um, forces you to answer all those, which is good. You know, I think it's, it's needed to kind of have that vetting process and figure out what's a good use of funds and good use of, of um, you know, donation money. So a lot of the questions had to do with, um, you know, what's, what is the organization's main goal? What do they do? What would getting this donation help? You know, how would that help you achieve that goal? You know, so there's a lot of things that kind of go deeper than just, you know, I think how the traditional way of donations and philanthropy works, which is you hear a need, you give them a check. You know, and so this is more following it through to the finish line, which I liked. So, um, but yeah, no, that's, I really appreciate Meg giving me the, the heads up on that. We've put in an application and fingers crossed. So, yeah. Very cool. So Cheryl, I've got a question for you. Uh-oh. <laughs> if somebody were looking to give back, but is questioning the amount of time they have or the amount of money they may have, what would you suggest like what what's one thing that they can do how would they get started what what's something that they can do to give back or you know get involved or whatever like with cppa cares or with anything in general (laughs) i mean i guess i would just look at i mean it doesn't always have to be money it could just be your time and i think the time is probably the most important thing you can give to an organization whether it's 30 minutes, you know, three hours, you know, whatever. I think the time is probably the best thing you can give. Mic drop. Yep. 100%. <laughs> I agree. If, you, if you're not sure how to get involved, just ask somebody who is involved how you can help. Volunteer your time. Um, I know just we were in a board meeting yesterday for Promo Cares, and we we're talking about our next fundraiser, and we're like, it's so big that we are going to have to enlist the help of volunteers this time to help us. Um, and I already reached out to two people yesterday after our board meeting. They were like, yes, how can I help? They've been wanting to get involved for a while. And this gives them the opportunity. So, um, so yeah, volunteer. Just reach out, ask, and, and, and ask people to work. So, Meg, from your standpoint, because I know you had mentioned, you know, a lot of people don't know that SNS is doing that give back stuff uh, because they don't put it out there. Is it taboo or bad to kind of market that you're doing a give back component? You know, is is it? Does that mean you're not doing it for the right reasons? So I've heard in the past when people do do that, it's not necessarily to say, hey, look what I'm doing. Look at me. It's more like, hey, look what I'm doing. Here's an example. Maybe like it gives kind of people that inspiration that they do it too or how to also get involved. Um, But I think that's probably why SNS does not announce it because it doesn't want to look kind of like tacky. 
I mean, I would assume that it's all about, you don't want to be like, hey, everybody, look what I'm doing. But in other instances that I've seen being on the promo cares board, when people have done that, it's really just be like, it's just to be more um, of awareness, like, hey, we're donating, um, making it, we're setting an example. We want you guys to also donate, like, especially if it's two competitors. Hey, look what I'm going to donate. Do you think you could top it kind of thing? Just to get people involved. That's it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Sorry, go I was ahead, say, can I can I go back and answer uh, with a question you asked Cheryl? Actually, I had a thought yeah. on this. I I actually talked about this to somebody. The easiest way that you can give back, and it's probably the 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 laziest, but it's a very good way, is to buy items that give back for you. So it's not even really you giving any money or time. It's choosing. You know, if you're buying a tumbler and they're the same cost, well, buy the one that gives back. Yeah. So now you can use that as as the easiest, you know, HR plug you can actually do. It costs you the same amount of time, money, resources, everything just to buy those types of items. So I would say that's that would be my intro to lazy giving back. But it's awesome and it's a very effective tool. And then you can go from there and you can see how that goes. You know what else you can do is um, like on Amazon, like Amazon Smile, yeah. you can pick an organization. So I did that, like, for instance, for Fidos for Freedom. And I also did like a birthday fundraiser, my own personal one. Like I've done that every year for whoever we're supporting. And I've raised hundreds of dollars just for doing that. And anyone can do Shopping. that on their yeah. Facebook page. Dang, Cheryl, you shop, girl. <laughs> I shop <laughs> and I give back. <laughs> there you go. No, actually, you're, that's, you're shopping that's anyway, plug. so why not? <laughs> that, that's a great plug too, the Amazon Smiles thing. Because I know PPEF, I think, does that too, if I'm not mistaken. One of one of one of PPAIs. They do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's who I support. I, it's one of the PPAI uh, ones, and I'm pretty sure it was PPEF. So, but that's just yeah, it. That's how awesome and lazy it is. You just, you set it and you forget it. You don't even, you don't even realize how much money right. you're, you know, donating to the call. So, but yeah, definitely check that out for sure as well. Um, do you guys have any other questions regarding uh, giving back or philanthropy? Well, we had a guest on our show one day and they were from Kind Humans. Um, and that was like the Amazon of giving back. And it's basically those items and they all, every product on their website, it had a give back component, which is really cool. So you are aligning yourselves with those suppliers, um, which if you take a look at the promo cares website, we have all the suppliers. Well, not all of them. If they submit their information, um, you can tell who's doing what and you can kind of select who you want to do business with that way. But I think PPAI or Sage and maybe ESP have also set up. Am I right on that? I feel like I don't want to say it's wrong, but I know Sage for sure has different things that they can Yes. I just I'm not in it, so I don't. There, there's think product it. search categories that yeah. you can look yeah. find items that give back. Yeah. That's a great way to do right. it too. If, if it and a lot of websites there. now, uh, if you go to like specific company websites under product categories, a lot of them have give back, and you click that, and it's all the products they have in their line that give back. So it's you're seeing that more and more on a lot of companies' websites. Would it be nice. beneficial if there was like? As a distributor, if you were going to the website and it didn't have that, but if they had like a little icon by the product and, and that icon designated <coughs> that if the company has like a specific line, like uh, the base camp line and that, and they have the little wounded warrior icon by it, that's helpful, right? For, yes. for distributors. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, uh, from a, from a technical standpoint, I don't know that that would make, be any easier or more difficult than just being able to sort by that. So I think for us, 
um, having that ability to sort instead of accidentally finding the icons is, is easier okay. for us. So if I'm being honest with feedback there, I, I would say the ability to sort by it is, is mm. awesome. Because then we can also send that link to someone and be like, hey, all of these give back. All of this gives, you know, it's, it's so much easier to present to customers as well. You know, I'm obviously asking for um, wheels turning. I can tell. I don't want to, I don't want to give away any surprises. All right. Very good. All right. So with that being said, uh, let's just change gears just a little bit. All Ooh. right. Since it's Thanksgiving before we're, before we're, you know, hitting out and signing off, uh, Steven, what is the best part of Thanksgiving or your favorite food? One or the other or both go both. So I have it on the wall. Uh, we have a whiteboard wall and everyone's putting up their favorite food, holiday food. I put holiday food cause I wanted to see like if anyone had any other random foods at their holidays, but, um, I will say the stuffing, um, it's something that you don't have very often. It's usually only something that I have on Thanksgiving. It's delicious. Homemade nice. um, and watching football on Thanksgiving. I don't know what it is about it. It's just something about that afternoon, very tired, full football watching. That is great. Oh, you take that turkey tranquilizer. You know, it's you, yeah. need, you need something to just uh, Tri fill some time. Or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, Meg. What about you? Favorite thing about Thanksgiving and favorite food? All right. Better not be canned cranberry crap <laughs> my favorite food i make um a gravy from scratch i i will use like a whole turkey just to make my gravy because there's not there's to make people so I, I would say my gravy but also we also smoke a ham as an addition and bring it to thanksgiving and everyone always asks us to smoke that ham because i have a really good glaze on it so and then um so the, the ham and then the turkey gravy not together separate um <laughs> And then I think just my favorite part is the food. <laughs> Aside from family, because they're great, but like I love the food. It's just mm, mm. all right, Cheryl. How about you? Okay, so favorite food. Um, I would have to say I love stuffing. I've that's always been my favorite too, Stephen. <laughs> But um, I make this um, sweet potato casserole that is Ooh. like, we've been making it in our family forever. I hated sweet potatoes growing up. And this is funny. I was in college, came home my first year and my mom's like, oh, I made sweet potato casserole. I'm like, gross, you know? And she's like, here, try it. And shoved a whole spoonful in my mouth. And I was like, I think it, you know, it has butter and tons of sugar and, you know, pecans and <laughs> all the things. And I was like, this is it. So we've been making it since I've been in college. Mm. Um, and every, every party I'm asked to bring that. So that's got to be, it tastes like dessert. It's delicious. So hit me up for the recipe later. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I was going to ask you for the recipe, but B, and you already answered it, but I was going to say pecans or walnuts. Pecans. Both, but you pecans. All right. Pecans, yeah. brown sugar. Butter and um, cornflakes is the topping. Crushed cornflakes. Corn it's kind of crunchy, but All really right. souffle underneath. It's really good. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a perfect complement to the bland turkey, in my opinion. But it's and I love I love being with my family, obviously, and eating foods I don't get to eat like that. All right, Jeff. What about you? 
Uh, well, I mean, I think Turkey's the easy answer, so I won't go that route. Uh, I will <laughs> All right, say, thanks, Jim. Appreciate you playing. Roasted, uh, roasted Brussels sprouts and mashed potatoes. Like, you can't go Yeah, wrong. mashed potatoes. Like, I know mashed potatoes you can make anytime. It's not super special to just, like, Thanksgiving or whatever, but that's the best part of the freaking dinner, let's be honest. Um, what's that? It's what my gravy is for. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All right. So one last question, and then we got to head out of here. So how how do you cook your turkey? Upside down. I'm doing uh, one in the oven, traditional, and then one in a smoker. Nice. I'm making two turkeys. My mom's Egg. making it. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Usually, does it in the bag, and it's really good. Hmm. Uh, I actually turn mine upside down and cook it in the juices. It's really good. Oh, oh yeah. The one in the oven I do is champagne turkey. If you've ever oh, if you've ever seen that, look that up. It's, it's really good. I don't have time to go into it. Essentially, it's like Vegas. You pop a bottle of champagne, you pour it over the turkey, and uh, there's some herbs and stuff in it, and it's it's awesome. Ooh, bougie turkey. Nice. Yeah. yeah, bougie turkey. <laughs> there you go. Bottle service turkey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean traditional oven is typically how i would do it but man smoking a turkey like i've never had a better turkey than a smoked mm -hmm. turkey it is so good True. juicy especially if you, you know, i mean obviously you have to brine it if you're going to smoke it but like just it's so juicy so good like i want to see what bill petrie does for turkey dinner you know what i mean because you know that guy's like the smoker king so he's already smoking um, it. yeah he's probably smoking one right now yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> all right guys we'll really appreciate you coming on cheryl uh love all the uh the good information the love you know love the feedback and, and the giving back and all that so uh really excited to have you on and uh until next time uh actually this episode was brought to you by our good friends over at ppai for the expo uh so we'll let that take us out are you looking for ways to make your business more successful in 2023? The PPAI Expo is the best place to find the connections you need to make that happen. On top of networking while on the show floor, you have the opportunity to attend targeted networking events designed to meet your specific needs. These events and experiences include the Chairs Leadership Dinner, Women's Leadership Conference Social, Spark Networking Reception, Technology Leaders Networking Event, and Promo Palooza, the PPAI Expo Party. Find your people and grow your network at the PPAI Expo in 2023. See the full schedule of events at ppai.org forward slash expo. Limited spots are available for each event, so be sure to register today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.